What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Now, last time I called this man, he sent me a voicemail. So we're going to try this again. We're going to see if we get him on first take. Hello? There he is. Welcome to the Thought Shower, D. Ahmed. I literally said last time that you were on, D, you sent me the voicemail. So I'm glad this time we got it. First ring, baby. Hey. I gotta, I gotta improve sometimes, and I appreciate the opportunity. No, that, that was. I'm, I'm just glad you weren't Hollywood and me. You know what I'm saying? I would never do that to you, Mister Intern. I would. That would be. Oh, I know. This guy is like now. He's taping his special. He's getting a little bit too big for his britches, as the kids say. I would never. I'm just super busy all the time, and I'm terrified that I keep missing stuff, and I keep getting voicemails saying I'm missing stuff. Do you actually get voicemails from people? Uh, every once in a while. You did leave me a voicemail that was actually also on the podcast, which was very embarrassing, yeah. but hilarious. Yeah. I only <laughs> so leave voicemails. I, add- I leave them as proof that, like, I called. That's the sole. It's like leaving a note in somebody's desk. I just leave voicemails so it's like, you can't say you didn't get the call because here I'm saying I'm calling you for proof. Oh, I dread a voicemail, uh, but that one, it definitely felt like something that I might need to put on the, uh, the comedy album of like behind the scenes, literally just announcing that I'm going to be having a special bam sent <laughs> a voicemail. Well, in speaking of, so the comedy loft, July 14th and 15th, uh, you'll be doing your dang thing. Uh, tickets, what's, there's a code people can get uh, a discount on. Yeah, this was something I had thought about for a while. It was, um, the, the promo code is YMS. Love it's it. kind of a thank you for you guys always giving me these great opportunities and all the people that saw me kind of grow from being a silly little kind of shy comic to the crazy outgoing guy to now the uh, older married dudes now. So Hell yeah. Yeah. Now, what, what kind of discounts that code give us, that code YMS, D? It's going to give 50% off, so Damn. it's going to just be a half-price t- half ticket. Come see. It'll be a tape special, so bring all of your laughter. We'll have some fun. Make some memories. It, well, I'm all about memories. And so my plan is is I'm a tough I'm a tough critic. And so my plan is to sit in the front and just cross my arms and maybe breathe out my nose. Not like, not like when you watch like a Netflix thing in your house and you something's funny, you just kind of go... Like, you just outwardly breathe. That's what I plan on doing. Just a lot of, like, exhaling just yeah. to show that you don't necessarily approve. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I think I can get you to laugh a little bit. Or I could try to, uh, what, what do you think would be the worst thing to do? That or try to finish the punchlines? Oh, my God. If you finish, but you know some of my jokes, too. If you finish my punchlines, I will be devastated. <laughs> I will completely understand. Dude, it's funny. Oh. Not, not funny, but I got hit by a drunk driver like three weeks ago. And so I've been doing uh, chiropractic stuff. My chiropractor, was, we were talking about comedy, and he said he went to a show in New York. And he's like, I made the mistake of wearing like a pink shirt and sitting in the front row. 
And I'm like, dude, the front row of a comedy show is like being in the front row at SeaWorld. It's the splash zone, you know? Yeah, you got to know what you're getting into. I personally don't like doing too many like crazy things. I got heckled recently real bad because I was making fun of a band from Arlington called Soja. And it was a guy that was all the way in the back. I thought it would have came from the front, but it usually is the people in the back that are the ones that actually want to talk smack back to you and stuff. That's why I love my front row people. I try to be nice to them. Did you, uh, did you smack them down from the, the back or what'd you do? Oh my God. It was a spinning back fist from the top of just absolute knowledge and absolute facts. I basically read the Wikipedia page about this band and it was just too much for him to handle. And then it turned out he was the drummer from that band. So it was pretty hilarious. Okay. Is the band, cause what are they called? Soja, they're like a reggae band from Arlington, Virginia. Are they well known? And I don't mean any disrespect, but are they are they pretty well known in the area? In Arlington, they are gods because they won a Grammy, but it happened during the pandemic, so no one really realized it. Oh, that's and cool. And then when you just well, I uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, it's a band full of uh, white dudes with dreadlocks. It's awkward ah, because you don't. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's the optics part that you don't remember every once in a while. But I looked at the picture on my phone and I airdropped it to a bunch of audience members and I just described the band to them with nothing but facts. I didn't even say I didn't like their music or anything. I didn't say they were bad. I just explained that they exist and it made one guy feel terrible and he got very mad. Dude, that's, and, uh, that's kind of a funny a bit. So everybody was just raw dog and airdrops? Oh yeah, I tell a bunch of people to do that in the in the audience. I'm like, hey, turn on your airdrop right now if you want me to send you a very funny picture of a band. And then I would send them pictures of other stuff just because I think it's like funny memes and whatnot. Yeah, I saw yeah. this uh, this TikTok popped up of like, next time you're at a bar, do this, and it was create a group chat with everybody who's in the bar. And so you start with this, like, your friend group, then you add brand people, strangers in the bar, in the group chat. And I, my mind went to, like, this sounds like a miserable idea. This doesn't sound like it'd be fun to, like, have 30 people I don't know in one group chat. Oh, my God. Especially if someone's bad at texting or yes. even worse, they send, like, a selfie and they're not even there. Yes. Ugh, it get weak. That would get real weird. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like that. Well, the guy was saying, too, he was like, uh, I never felt like I was a part of something as much as when I was in this group chat at the bar. My brother, you need, like, volunteering maybe would be helpful. Maybe going to mass. But, like, if you are, like, like, no, group chats in general with people you know suck. I can't imagine a group chat with 30 strangers is going to be something special. Dude, the, <laughs> the bar is so low for like human interaction <laughs> that people will just put themselves in group chats and be like, this is a renaissance of communication. Oh, it's trash. I just like want to feel something. People I don't want to talk. Oh, yeah, dude. exactly. I have a, I had a pen pal in college because we had to for my communications class. And this really? chick, yeah, it was the worst. Cause like my professor, she, um, like knew, so I, she had like a friend that she went to school with was a professor somewhere else. So we had to be pen pals with each other. And like my girl, like their class's requirements was less than mine. So like once she hit her mark, she stopped responding to me. Like here I am, like I'm not, I don't give a damn about her life. I'm just trying to pass the class. But once she hit the mark of like they had to do like 10 responses, we do like 20. She like stopped responding to my stuff and would leave me on red. 
Oh my God. In, in the traditional way of being left on red. Yes. Oh my God. You had like a notebook sort of situation, didn't you? Yes. And I wrote her every single day. And the biggest, the anxiety was my parents were professors at the school. And I'm like, if I get an F in a communications class, my parents will, it'll be the end of me. It'll be done. You'll never see me again. Oh God, that is epic. I mean, I've always wanted to ask, what was that like with your parents being professors at the school you were at? Was um, that intense? Yeah. Well, so like I grew up on the campus. So like I, you know, uh, was there basically my whole life. And so, um, it was like, there was always eyes on me, but I also use that to my advantage. Like anytime I was accused of doing something, whether or not I did it, I would just say, do you really think I would do X, Y, and Z knowing that my parents work at this school? And yeah, most people are like, yeah, probably not. And that kind of got me out of everything. Like there was, um, we, in our freshman dorm, it was boy, girl floors, you know, every other floor. And one year they had to fix the elevator. So they gave us the girls floor in the lobby. There was a painting of a ballerina and somebody mm-hmm. into the, into this day, we're not too sure who drew a, a giant phallic with a thick ass black Sharpie on the ballerina <laughs> painting. And you're, this is going to be surprising you, Delpha, but they accused me of drawing it. And so I had to go down and talk to Res Life, and that's why I said, do you think I would be so stupid to draw a phallic on a piece of art at the school my parents work at? And they were like, oh. yeah, we uh, can't argue with that. And to this day, we don't know who it was. We don't know. But... <laughs> I think... We both know who it was, yeah. John, and it was you, and you were gaslighting them into thinking that you wouldn't do that. I wasn't gaslighting. I was, I was asking them their opinion. It wasn't. I was just asking, well, like, hey, do you think I'd be that stupid? And it turns man, out they didn't think I'd be that stupid. Man, if you weren't in radio, you should definitely consider prosecution because that would have been a, like, key witness sort of move right there. Mm. I, it's impressive, I will say. Mm. Slow clap. Prosecution Slow clap. <laughs> or, or prostitution? Which one do you think I'd be more... Uh, that for i'm not gonna lie to you i think i would if i was your pimp we would make a lot of money man we would make a lot of money but i feel like i could i could go solo do you know what i mean what what skills do you think you'd offer as a pimp for me oh my god i would gas you up give you protection and stuff i would also do the things that you wouldn't want to do like negotiate and no i think you would actually really like negotiating yeah i'm not sure john I'm, I'm gonna be I'll honest. My resume. I'm gonna be honest, D. I've known you for like seven years. Of those seven years, I've probably been single for at least five of those years. I don't know if you've been the best wingman, dude. I'm just saying. Actually, you haven't been a wingman. Period. John, I want to be honest and clear about this. Yeah. You put me as like a shield in front of you, in front of other people sometimes. No. And sometimes there were these gals that would definitely want to talk to you. And what I would do is just distract them with conversation and you would throw the smoke bomb down and run away. <laughs> there's always I the point. more than a wingman. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Po- there's always the point at night where it's like everybody's just too drunk. And I go, uh, this, there's no way any of this ends well. So I'm just, I'm going to see myself out. That's, that's my calling card. If, if we're out like at public or something, there comes a point in the evening where I go, and I'm out. And I, I, once I get the idea in my head, like once I remember that I can go home, then it's like, it's game over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's something about soft pants and a soft couch with a silly movie on in the background and playing on your phone. Uh, nothing cuts that. While pretending to watch the movie, but then you go, oh, what happened? And then you just kind of keep going. 
Yeah, you just play on your phone the whole time. I think I've watched multiple seasons of things without actually ever watching it. So. Now, you mentioned yeah. uh, your soft pants, Steve. What, what are your go-to soft pants? Oh, gosh. Uh, my my gal found, like, a pair of, like, Hanes from a Walmart that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And they were somehow, like, on accidental sale. They were seven bucks. I got three pairs of those bad boys in two different colors. Oof. One's the same color. And I can't wait to wear them all the time. Hell They're yeah. amazing. What what kind of uh, what what, what uh, color did you get? I went with baby blue as well as a uh, light pink. Oh, okay. I like was, that. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, that's home wear, home attire. I'm not out in the streets trying to impress anyone with my cool outfits. Yeah, no, you're you're in dad mode. Yeah, function. I want function and texture more than I actually want. I don't know. The cool Instagram video or the cool Instagram picture. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. You're, you're sounding yeah. hella old right now. <laughs> Listen, yeah, for me, I know. fashion's about function. John, you got to just figure out if Uggs actually are comfortable. Figure out if Crocs are comfortable. Crocs man. are comfortable. And once you, when you open your heart and your eyes to those sorts of moments, anything's possible. Listen, uh, I can I can assure you our good friend Andrew O'Day gave me Crocs and it was one of the greatest, most kindest gifts I've been given my entire life. Oh my God, I love Andrew O'Day. And he's a dad. He unlocked that for he you. Is. You're welcome. He is. So again, Diamed, if you want to go see him, it's, it's a great show. Uh, July 14th and the 15th, the Comedy Loft in the District. Diamed.com for your tickets. Use code YMS. Get half off. Basically makes it a BOGO. So if you and your friend go, that way you just got to basically buy a ticket. Use code YMS. You're good to go. Dalpha, always a pleasure. Give my best to the missus. I will. You do the same with Molly. And much love, man. Thanks again.